<laughs> you can't even dance to this. Hey. You, you can't even dance to this new one. Well, you've turned on it now too. Uh, I mean, I liked it, and then you guys were hating on the turned new on intro. Turned on it now too. I like it. Oh. Uh, I mean, I liked it, and then you guys were. I mean, that happens every time. I just. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to the you know number, what that one, was? number one Dallas Cowboys a podcast. Oh, no, <laughs> Uh, this is this is just Alex proving that he didn't want to go live without our host. No, no, no. So, I, so what he's doing? What he's doing right now is he's sewering the intro. I am not sewering the intro. I I'm just I'm I'm coming in with the ener- with with some good energy. You know, just trying to keep things uh, flowing and and stretch out as much time as we can while we wait for our our host. What I was doing there is I was laughing at myself because I try every time not to do that. If, if you're a fan of this podcast, you probably know that nine out of ten times our intros are very, very messy. Rocky, Rocky Road ice cream, baby, it's the best. But we're back here for another episode of Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. We have a Crack guest. Got him. We have a guest, uh, Stadaily UK Stee, uh, rocking that pity steals, uh, drinking a white claw on uh, on the host seat, and and you can see that we're our main host, Anthbess, is not here, and. There's good reason for it. He decided to do an update five minutes before the podcast started on his computer because he's out of studio today. Um, and that chief it. chief technical officer, which is me, said to not do it, mm-hmm. and he went ahead and did it anyways. And guess what? He's not here right now. So he's got, he got caught in the update update war. Update war. Yeah. Thanks a lot, uh, Steve uh, Gates, Jobs, Steve Zuckerberg. Jobs. <laughs> Steve's it's Steve okay. Zuckerberg and Stu Gates. Didn't, okay, didn't he die? Uh, Steve, Steve Zucker- Zuckerberg, Steve yeah. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg Gates, yeah, yeah. Steve yeah. Zuckerberg dead, Gates yeah. is, de- is dead right now. Yeah. Um, Stadaly, do you he want was, it? He was Legacy. choked by a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if anybody's died from wearing a turtleneck. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, we announce our guest. Uh, Stadaly. yeah, I just yeah, Stadaly, Stadaly, UK Steve rocking the Blues Brothers uh, glasses, Pittsburgh Steelers jersey yeah. day. Um, we all know Steve's been on this podcast before. Why don't you give her socials a sh- shout out, Steve? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's um, what is it? At at Cowboys, <laughs> at Cam, Cowboys fan. Cam fan on all social media. On all social media, there you go. And go to www dot can fan Cowboys and you'll uh be able to see everything there. Let's just break down real quick before we start. Before we jump into it, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about is the Ezekiel a uh, is, <laughs> is the Ezekiel Elliott trade even real? I don't think so. Trade him. Well, yeah, let's not get into it yet. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Oh, you, oh, you. I'm just so, saying what we're going to talk about. He's trying to recover the intro to like Number, get, to yeah. give like here's a summary of what's on today's episode. That's what people like to hear. I'm I, just trying to, I'm just I'm trying to give the people what they want. Number two, I'm a fan. Number two, um, oh, the, number two is offensive players on the Dallas Cowboys have been meeting up early, work, working out to get some workout going down before training camp. We like that. I love, great love to hear that. And number three. Old man Amari, or is he the same old Amari on the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, and then and then there's a couple other things that we're going to be talking about too. But those are our. our I, 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 and guess what? Know, that's, guess what? I didn't do any pre-podcast prep. I didn't read shit. Well, you got the third one wrong, but we, I went with it anyways. Oh. Okay. Well, Anth, Anth, no, Anth put it on there. So no, it's Anth, good. We, it we we should talk about it. He, he's an old cowboy soul. Yep. Crack him if you got him. I that's the like first one it. on the episode, you know. Well, I did say it earlier because I popped mine. He popped him. He popped that chunk. I'm dr- I'm drinking a uh, 
A Prescott four. A Prescott four. <laughs> it's a delicious flavor. I'm drinking this uh, soju, original Korean flavored soju, and it tastes like yogurt, but it is just basically really fucking sweet. Just say it. You love it. I do love it. You love, I love it. it. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, okay, so do we want to get going in this or what? What, do you have Ant on board? Oh, there he is. There he is. Uh, sounds like garbage still, but that's okay. Yeah, it didn't. I tried updating. It didn't do shit. Hey, you know what? what? doesn't hey, matter. Hey, 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 guess what? CTO, next time, don't question him. Don't son. care. Let's get into cowboy stuff. We listen to you guys bumble around for 10 minutes. What do we got going on? <laughs> Sa- says, says the guy who sounds like he's in a fucking garbly, gar- know, garbly trash update, can. Updating it would get it, but it didn't. So let's go. What do we got just, going just on? Just make sure that he's turned up fully. And, and he yeah, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll work on it. So, and that, can you, what screen can you see? Nothing yet. I can see yet. you guys, yep. Oh, you can see us. Can you there see you that? Go. I can see it all, baby. Okay. So, let me just get that going there. Cowboys trade of Ezekiel Elliott. Would there really be a benefit? This is from SI. Crack him if you got him, baby. Crack him if you got him. This is from SI.com, written by Logan MacDonald. Only seven hours ago, so we caught this real quick. But uh, every, I think that the, the, what we're seeing here is a trend of, like, a lot of talk of trading Ezekiel Elliott. Um, maybe that's building steam just as we're heading into kind of the no news type of uh, <laughs> uh, air, uh, uh, part of the season. But this article is kind of breaking down a little bit uh, um, an, argu- an argument to the contrary of what. There's no, I'm just going to say this. There is absolutely zero chance that we trade Zeke Elliott. Zero. Uh, article. Yeah. I, I agree. It's a clickbait article. What do you think, Steve? Uh, they're not going to trade him. Yeah. It's it's the Sahara Desert for Cowboys news and NFL news in general. So anybody and everybody's trying to get that foot traffic. And even if you've... Re- Here's the thing. Even if you've read the same fucking Cowboys article about them possibly trading Zeke 150 times, you'll still click on it and you'll still read it because that's well, just what you do. Hey, We do it. We click. We love, we love the clickbait articles. That's why they're clickbait... Like you said, there's what three three four weeks before training camp. People want to hear this juicy stuff, and not only Cowboys fans, people that aren't fans of Cowboys, like you know, Stadaily clicked on this article six times today. So, <laughs> well, I just feel bad. Like I just ar- feel bad for Logan. You know, he's trying to yeah, yeah. He's trying to get some people reading his, his shit. Right? You're more of uh, you're more of a fan of Logan than the actual I, uh, I'm work a, that he does. Well, I'm, a, I'm a player fan. I'm also a journalist yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big Logan fan. Yeah, I think my uh, question is like yep. if if they were going to even trade Zeke, like what team? I guess there's lots of teams that need running backs, but it, it's hard to find a suitor. And then what would you give Zeke up for? Like, yeah, that's ex- yeah. that's ex- that's exactly what Sugar Daddy Williams is asking. Trade him for what? We'll, we'll take exactly. him as a, trade him where and for what? Take him as because, an energy backup. <laughs> like right? you would no, you guys would not. <laughs> we wouldn't give him to you anyways. Oh. Hey, here, here's my here's my big bold prediction. If the Cowboys do trade it, uh, Zeke Elliott, they're trading him as a backup, not as a starter. Okay, hypothetically speaking, if we were to trade him, what would you guys like to see? And don't be. I'm like- gonna trade him for less than a second round pick. Okay. And I think that the most you'll probably, I think he's worth a second round, but I think the most that people are gonna give up is a high third. That's the most that you'll see. So there, it, it literally at this point makes zero sense. Not to mention he last year got the most snaps out of out of a running back field. You're not gonna. We didn't draft a running back, so you're not gonna just trade him and then who's gonna take his place? Mm-hmm. You either have to sign someone in free agency still, 
or you'd have to pick up someone else's cuts after training camp. It just makes zero sense. We've already eaten his money. We already have, we've already eaten his set, like what he costs against the cap. Um, he's staying in Dallas for this year, possibly next year. I could see them trying to trade him if they're going to plan on cutting him. But this year, Zeke hundred percent will be on the hey, team. It's just one of those juicy articles. Look, the, the, we, we, the player has already been decided who was going to take the fall. And that was Amari Cooper. And he freed up that 20 million and, and that kept, that's the saving type of grace for the next, say two, three seasons. If you believe that this team can stick around that long, uh, stick together it's the heart, the core of this team, this Cowboys team can other, stick together. The other thing, like with what you have highlighted here, they're saying Zeke, I know they, this is kind of like the, the, the start of the year. Everybody's always on heat, uh, Zeke's dick kind of in the hype train with Zeke starts but they're finally saying he's like a hundred percent healthy. Zach Martin's been on record saying he, he can't like they were talking about back in the, was it 2020, the COVID year, Zeke was like the only healthy guy on the offense in the offense. And they were still giving him the ball, giving him the ball, giving him the ball. Yeah. Now that he's healthy and the team's kind of healthy, everyone's trying to rally around him and they want to prove that he's still the back that he used to be last year. It's on record that he, he played most of the year with the PCL uh, injury how, how bad it was, obviously, none of us really know, and it might seem like a crutch, but there was a substantial fall-off after yes. when they said he had the injury. Like, he started the season off the f- first five, six games. He came out running hard. He was getting touchdowns. He kind of looked like the Zeke of old, which kind of goes back to the whole thing. Did we fuck up by not hey. just hitting him for four or five games? I don't know. Yeah, because with these tear injuries or uh, when you, like, bruise or or – inflame and ligament they can be fine for the next game right after but then you make a cut I never played football so I'm only speaking from like lacrosse or (laughs) perspective right or soccer but when you or even just running around on the playground with with the lads uh but when you make a when you make a move when you make a move and and you hit just that spot again and it's weekend that's where the real damage comes from Almost that second, that second hit, right? Where's AJ at? Oh, he's vape ten running around the playground. He's <laughs> <laughs> vape ten on the jungle gym. Where else would he be? If if, if okay, so AJ can't answer this. If you were to be on a playground and and seeing Alex running around vaping it up, what structure do you think he would smoke weed every day? What structure do you think he'd be uh, on primarily? Uh, Steve, go ahead. Uh, if he's stoned. Yeah, well, just uh, out on the playground. Hey, just, just on the swings, <laughs> just kicking it. Okay. Uh, Anth, what do you think Alex would be rocking? Yeah, swings probably. I, I agree. Hey, one sec. Does this sound better? Does yeah. this sound better? Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds a little bit better, yep. Okay. Woo! We have an audio upgrade mid-podcast. <laughs> For those of you who was- are just here to experience this... Um, I, I'll go. I'll go. I think it's a tie for me. He's either on a, one of those uh, tire swings... Uh, and it's lopsided, so it's just like him yeah. kind of lopsided up, or he's on a zip line. Um, I got a better question. If Zeke Elliott was on a jungle gym, where is he? He's oh, rocking. He's he's on everything playing. Ta- he's the guy who's forcing people to play tag. So he's <laughs> he's he's on every part of that gym that gym equipment. I think he's either, yeah he's, he's not on, gym equipment the playground equipment. He's on the ball field, and I say ball field specifically because anything. It could be any ball that they're out there playing with, but he's just out there running around. Or he's climbed to, like, the highest part of the playground that you're able to climb to, right. and he hangs out out there. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Any story add? You said tag. Barry Sanders went on record saying that the reason he was really good at running back or knew that he was running back was when he was a kid and they played tag. Nobody could ever even come close to touching him. I imagine Zeke playing tag probably a little bit different. He's probably just running and dropping the shoulder on people. Flight 23 says Zeke was probably the kid who said, I wasn't even playing once he got tagged. That's pro- I, I would actually think that's more like Micah, Micah Parsons would say that. No, that's a Schultzy <laughs> or Schultzy. Oh, guys, come on. Um, just I mean, we had a lot of comments going on with the Zeke. I'm just going to hit a couple okay. of highlighted ones. Um, we'll start with Barry Grant Jr. said right off the bat, Anth is such a bully because um, he came in and he started to push, try to push me around because he was uh, he did something stupid like uh, doing an update. Um, flight 23, worked, baby, flight 23 says every time I join, uh, live, someone is in a different location. LOL. Um, we'll get to the Zeke stuff. Uh, we got, uh, every player might get traded. Zeke's not getting traded this year. Next year, Polar and Zeke will be gone. Draft, uh, uh Gibbs in round two next year. I don't know who Gibbs or who, who said that one. Uh, that's ultra cowboy said that. And I don't know who, uh, Jam, Jeremy Gribbs. I mean, I, maybe he spelled it wrong. How old is um, Paulo? Jer- Jameer. Jameer Gribbs. Jameer Gribbs. Gribbs. Uh, how old is TP20? Can you check out, Alex? Uh, 25. Do you think he's 25? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so he has some, he's, he has some he's time. Young, he, he's going to want to be a number one sooner rather than later. So yeah. 25 years a, old. That, that's a good shout that TP might not be there next year. Because April, if he's April still going to be second choice to, to Zeke, then he, you know. You know what? Yep. What? Tell us, fucking tell us. He's got, a, he's got, a, he's got a point with that because uh, he's got a good point with that. Oh, cocksucker! I mean, <laughs> does he I, have I've a good got, point? Got a good point. Or or I'm still is a cocksucker. Put headphones in and they got all messed up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. He's got a good point. That fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) No, here, let me say, okay, Steve's got a good point because next year we're going to be in this really weird situation with a Zeke and Pollard, and you almost have to decide, are you going to extend TP20 or are you going to keep Zeke? Because Tony is going to, someone's going to pay Pollard to be the next, like a next top back in the NFL. People see Mm. his talent. It's just not Cowboys fans and Cowboys players. People are looking at, at Pollard, and they'll probably be able to get him at a pretty reasonable price. So you're in this weird situation. Do you commit more to Zeke or do you commit to Pollard? And this might be one of those seasons where you might see Tony getting a little bit more carries than Zeke and them start seeing what he can actually do to see if they want to actually go long-term So, So do you think they're going to give him that or do you think they still, uh, I guess, undervalue him? I need to see I need to see what he can do with – he needs to be a, a lead back. He needs to be able to pick up blitzes. He needs to be able to consistently run through the tackles. Mm. The blocking is the main thing. He needs to be able to protect protect uh, Dak, right? Zeke's one of the best uh, blocking running backs in the NFL. Sure, you don't want to pay your running back X amount of dollars to be a six lineman, but it's a crucial part of being a running back. Right. Um, Ultra Cowboy saying Gibbs is the running back out of Alabama. You don't give RBs a second contract. Every four years, you draft another running back. I don't disagree, to be so. honest. Guess what? Gibbs is going to be Gibbs is on our radar now. Why? Because we recommend our uh, listeners give us info into college and or high school. Well, you look at we really uh, follow it. you look at Demarco Murray. He was kind of the prime example. They drafted him in the third round, and he ended up being with the right offensive line. He he uh, in 2014, I think it was 2014. He set the record for most Cowboys rushing yards. 
right? And DeMarco Murray wasn't a big touted guy coming out of college. Then he left. He left in free agency. We had a weird year where we didn't have a running back. Then we drafted Zeke. I think the days are getting pretty slim where you see a running back drafted where Zeke got drafted, which was uh, the fourth overall pick in the first round. I just don't see that happening too soon in the NFL unless you have like a generational talent like a Reggie Bush where there's so much hype around him, right? And even that didn't pan out. So running back, you could, like he said, you could get a running back later on and almost plug them in and they're going to still get you uh, production as long as you have the rest of the team around, as long as you have the rest of the team built to produce for a running back. Right. Um, I I have this uh, little figure here. Oh my God! You need this me, little you table. Need... You know how much I love tables. I go. I get <sighs> tables and diagrams. I get soup hard, <laughs> and you can only. You can't really see what's going on here. Well, uh, I have it. Zoomed. I have it zoomed in a certain way, so you got to go over to the left. Well, I can't shift it. Oh, but if Adam just pull the screen over a little, if, oh, 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 I know when someone else was running uh, stuff, he was able to shift things for me. Okay, there we go. Uh, I I could, but. That was good. Um, so you can see here, I just want to show. So running backs actually are declining over the next, like in terms of salary cap breakdown. What we're looking at is a, a table of 2020 to 2026. And it's got the total amount of uh, salary cap for each position. Um, so right this year, we have 23.4 million in, in running back salary cap locked up. Next year is down to 19.4, and then 16.2, 17.1, and 16.6. So it kind of hovers around there. So we have the flexibility, it looks like, as long as the tra- tra- um, trajectory trajectory of the league salary cap keeps going up as it does over the year to year, there's more and more room becoming available for running backs for us to be able to pay both of them, and that that's the way that the league is is going. So... I believe that as long as they're both young, and maybe 2026 would be the last year that this actually would be reasonable, but there's no reason that you couldn't keep both going. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the NFL is definitely a two-back system, if not a three-back system. You see a lot of teams, even with three-backs. Zeke, I think, is one of the top-paid running backs in the NFL. I think the Cowboys learned a, a big lesson from this you need to be able to pay other positions other than running back because they're so easy to, to plug and play. You see kind of receivers are now going like receivers yep. are starting to get paid like the big guys and running backs are kind of in kind of in fantasy football is the same thing. Running back used to be a, your first pick was always a running back, right? It used to always be that's kind of shifting to some of the top wide receivers go in the first round compared so, to you would never see a wide receiver in fantasy football. And yeah. it's kind of with their salaries, same thing. They're all so, going so would you say uh, from an offensive standpoint, that running backs are the easiest to slot in uh, to that position and still do a job than any other position. If you have yeah. the right, if you have the right teammates around him. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think if you could, I think running back is probably one of the easier plug and play positions just because they're so relied on the rest of the team, right? Mm. I mean, you, you could say that almost with any other position, but a running back needs to get the ball. He needs five other guys blocking really well. So if you have five guys blocking really well and you're getting the separation off the line, all these guys are tremendous athletes, right? They can all run four, three to four, five, right? Like there's no mm. slow running backs in the NFL. If they get that separation off the line, they're going to be able to still get 
production compared to other positions. Like you can't just plug and play a quarterback. We know that it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's tough to stay football, I, I, when you start thinking it like that football, is such a team sport that every position relies heavily on the next one. Right. I would say this, it's the abundance, right. That makes these positions, um, easier to do. So like, in the first and second round, if you want a quarterback or a running back, sorry, that's when you need to draft them because usually a running back's played two to three seasons of college football and and they've been that running back for that college football team, right? So you get a pretty good idea of, of who they are. A lot of these other guys, they might have had a, an outstanding second half of the college season, but there's so many wide receivers who just have the physical talent and, and maybe they can just develop through coaching. So they're worth taking in those later rounds. So the abundance helps. I think for us that will, I think that's what we're seeing right now is high amount of wide receivers. And then it'll probably be go tight ends. If it's not, not already heading that way that we're just seeing are super easy to replace and running backs are in a place right now where is if they, if the, if the player comes out in there, some sort of unique monster that has that skill, which is becoming a little less like standout-ish, let's say. Um, you, yeah, but usually they have a. Usually there's a few uh, first, second round picks that come out and, and um, add to that pool every single year from uh, the rookie year uh, from the the draft. I so, would like to say this though. Sorry, what I would say like I to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say this one thing. Crack him if you got him, Steve. Crack got him. Got him. If there's, if you had to pick one player on the team that's the biggest crybaby bitch, it's got to be Schultzy. Right. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I just had to go. I've, not, I've, not, throughout the, I've not been on for a while, year, but I'm, I'm obviously keeping things. up with the uh, watching and, and the Instagram and everything. But what the fuck is going on with that guy? Oh yeah, no, no. It. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want you to rehash other episodes. But holy shit. He's he we're we're on his we're on his hit list I guess. We're on he cries when list. he masturbates. <laughs> what is that? Not normal. That's not normal. Or when it when <laughs> when it when it, when the palm finishes and he's just staring in the black mirror. Yeah. With his cock in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just upset. Um, now it's limp. He's just. Hey, uh, we we went from running back talk to just Schultzy uh, joing himself. I love while it. Crying. Um, <laughs> while crying. While <laughs> crying. Uh, oh, okay. So before I uh, before we go on to this filthy comment, because filthy's in the chat, uh, he he hasn't back. He hasn't been around for a while. Um, the one thing I was gonna say is like, and we've already said it about the running backs, the tandem back, like having two um, backs being able to carry the workload. It's like we see less and less of these ultra backs. So a lot of the people in the chat don't pay a second contract. Like I completely agree with that. I think that. As, as you're going through, because everything is getting harder and harder, uh, every position's um, getting better and better, the running backs are taking a lot more damage, uh, and you're not running a one back as much as possible. So the goal would almost be to find like three to four solid running backs that you're able to cycle through in that tandem role. But um, Filthy says, Anthony, Alex and Adam has gotten smart over the last year. Um, you girls have doubled your subscribers. I'm proud of you girls. Why is there a Steelers fan in your living room? <laughs> First of all, it's the basement. Yeah. 
Yeah, guess what, Filthy? First of all, it's not my living room. Yeah. It's our studio. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry, studio. <laughs> studio basement. Studio? Basement studio? Uh, yeah. And secondly, um, his grammar is so, totally off. I know it's the internet, but dude, come on. Have hey, no, res- no. Have some respect here, for yourself. Look, filthy, if you were here in, in Adam's, uh, I mean, studio, then... It's on you. <laughs> no, you would be sitting down with us, too. You'd be tied up and uh, tarred and feathered, <laughs> but... You'd be chilling with us. Oh, Nate, Nate we, dogs we, in the house. We, we let anyone, we let anyone in and they can wear any Jersey and they can come down into the sex dungeon or the studio. We call it the sex dungeon yeah. the studio, Yeah. but anyone's welcome. But look oh. how ugly that Jersey is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Woo! it's literally the best Jersey in NFL. Clearly. Uh, Eric Serato has a set. He says, better question is why is there a Sheagles fan listening to a Cowboys podcast? <laughs> okay, what do we got? What do we got next? Just kidding. There, we love we we do love the view the view, uh, Philly. So, <laughs> oh, <don't>. <laughs> <laughs> what we have next? What do we got next, AJ? Well, we kind of AJ. Touched, we kind of touched on it. Uh, if you got through my long rant back there, uh, and you're still listening, well, we <laughs> we have another topic we'll talk about. Hopefully, I can be just as long winded. Dallas Cowboys offensive players gathered to work out ahead of training camp. I just thought this was funny because we always talk about, I have this perspective in my head of who uh, Schultz is, okay? And he is the guy who is not part of the inner circle, but he like always, because he's skilled and in the position of being the number one tight end, he gets to be in the inner circle. So (laughs) whenever I see his photos... And this is talking about the offense putting in this word. Oh, you want to throw it in there? Yeah, you can throw it up if you want. Um, Here we have RJ Ochoa on Twitter. Uh, The the Dallas Cowboys offense is putting in work before training camp, and this is from Dak. And apparently Zeke was there, there too. I'm sure he had his shirt off as well. But I just love that, like, yeah, Schultz is like this. Like, he, it's a brotherhood thing to him. Which I don't one, know. Which one is it? Schultz. <laughs> exactly. You couldn't pick him up. Schultz is far right. I know, I know he's oh. one of two. <laughs> he's one of two, yeah. He's on the the right-hand side in the white shirt. Okay. He's the guy who looks like a fan. He just got the fan yeah. experience on a tour. He does. Totally. And he, and he did. He had a good college D2 career. Yeah. Uh, but never actually got in it. And, and, and went to an NFL trial, but never actually got further than that. No. That's... That is Schult- the Schultzernator, and he's uh, practicing with the rest of the squad. In the picture is C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, uh, Jalen Tolbert, or Tol- Tolbert. And then what's the other guy's name here, McKeon? Yeah, McKeon. <laughs> McKeon. So what do you think, Anth? What's this make you feel like? What do you? I what's like what's going like- on? What's going on in your plums when you look at this photo? You know what? I'm I'm stoked. I'm glad that they're getting together. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be doing that. Schultz's finally get there. He's ready to put the work in, which is good to see. CD Lamb, you need him there. Tolbert, you gotta love the guy. I I don't know what they're doing. You only got the uh, the tight ends and the wide receivers there, but it's still a good sign. Like they're they're at least getting together and throwing before training camp, which is like we said a couple weeks. So you can only you can only be happy to see it. No one's holding out. Well, Schultz's kind of got some contract issues, but. For the majority of it, the offense yeah. is there. They're working together. And wa- uh, Washington and um, Gallup are uh, injury at the moment, right? 
Oh yeah, you know Gallup, you know you know MG13 would be yeah. there if if he wasn't banged up. So I think you can only be happy about it at this time of year seeing the boys together. It's just good to see that we're getting we're so close. It does. We're close, but Dude, uh, it does, so, Adam. It, 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 I, I it, think I think it's more that they're just on the piss in Miami. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. That's where they are. Oh yeah. Um, right. hang, hang on. Kilo, Kilo, Kilo C just dropped one of the greatest comments. The fundamentals need an update, fellas. Sissy level. <laughs> Good call. I love that. I love that Kilo's like Kilo hates Schultzy now. Yeah. Which I love. Hey. Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Whammy. All Schultz has to do is unblock is, us. Is he getting paid, though? Is he going to get paid? Uh, Yeah, uh, I think so. Not by us. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Schultz, Schultz, is, Schultz is in a great position to have another uh, another great season. He's gonna he's getting paid, what, $15 million? $10 million? I think it's only 10 Okay, well, I, I was saying 15 a bunch. Because I thought it was 15 but I think it's like 10.2. It sounds better when you're shitting on him to say $15 million. I know. So he's getting, he's actually getting paid 145 million to play this year. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting a, he's getting a, a dump truck. I don't know. They couldn't even bring it in with a dump truck. That's how big, it, that's how much money he's getting paid. But I, I then, then, then he's going to, he's going to have another great year. Cause it's a good position for, to be in with the Cowboys is, is like your tight end is essentially in a, a receiver in a lot of, of plays that the, the tight end position he plays at least, that's how you have to scheme when Schultz out there on the field. Not, not going to lie. I was looking at drafting him for my fantasy team this year. Then all this happened. and Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of left a bit he of a bad taste in my mouth. He must have been eating chili. Hey, if he's available in the fifth or sixth. He, that's the thing. Yeah, have you ever he's, drafted in our league? <laughs> Nobody's in the fifth or sixth. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I, I meant fifth or, fifth or sixth. Like... Uh, no in a, keeper. In a, like a yeah. prototypical yeah. fantasy league. Yeah. The thing with the thing with Schultz is he's still under the radar, I think, NFL wide at fan wise. Mm-hmm. So in fantasy football, he should be available. As far as his contract situation goes, I don't think unless we franchise tag him for a second time, I don't think Dallas is going to be able to afford him. I think Dallas is really hoping that our fourth round tight end um ends up making a huge uh pushed for that kind of that role where we all know and we've talked about on the cast when Barry Barry was on we talked about it Dallas is very uh tight end friendly <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> very tight end friendly and I feel like the, this is another thing I feel like you could because Schultz he's not the greatest blocker I feel like you could put a lot of athletic tight ends in his position and they could still do have pretty decent production I didn't see he, one like good block from him last year he didn't I even mean, have a thousand yards last year. He's acting like mm-hmm. he's acting like he had twelve hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, you know? Sugar Daddy made a comment. Schultz gets ten mil, but Zeke's overpaid. Face face roll, eyes roll. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Right? yeah. Look, I agree. I, I, I'm actually I'm not upset with face because because it's position wise. He's coming in. He he catches the ball. He plays that role. He adds nothing extra to to that to that tight end role, and it's the dominant tight end position for the Cowboys offense, at least for, from my uh, perspective, like the tight end that they have in on the field is mostly we're looking for him to run a route and catch a football or be open. Totally. Football. So, so like all in all, like paying 10 million for that position, I think is a reasonable it's, if you're trying to roll up an offense that moves the football, then that's a reasonable amount to pay. You're going to have to sacrifice that money elsewhere, but 
10 million is not a, a lot, but it's not a Schultzy. He's worth this much. It's it's just for me saying that's how much the position is worth. Yeah, and that's another position that's finally starting to get. Uh, it's finally starting to catch up to the the market's been set now, right? Like before, tight ends didn't get paid. You'd get the the occasional Gronkowski, the Kelsey. You'd get these occasional guys, but now you're getting that Najoku guy who got paid pretty well, and Schultz's stats were way better than him, right? So the 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 tight end market is moving up because there's only yeah. it's not like running back, wide receiver, uh, quarter. Well, I guess it's kind of like quarterbacks. There's only like maybe ten or fifteen good tight ends in the NFL, like well, starters, well, star power tight ends. Exactly, and what we see from the fallout from this is then now the defense, the defensive players are forced to now start in the high school and college levels, start to adapt to like being like, okay, I play. I, I, this might be fucked up, but just bear with me, real quick. Uh, I I have to I have to block these new type of hybrid line uh, uh, tight ends. I'm a linebacker, so now I have to adjust. Now I have to kind of morph my position how i play and i become a hybrid of my position in a sense and like maybe that's not the perfect example but that type of thing like that pushes these positions in the nfl to like you know if we looked at the quality of player from 1990 to now the and 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 from 1970 to 1990 and so on if you did shannon that and sharp baby shannon sharp in the I, 90s tight end son no no it's not even about the tight end. I'm just making the point that like the the quality of football on the on the average has just continues to go up and up and up and up. Like, right? Sagama Beach. The the practice <laughs> squad in the NFL is are better football players than than the Canadian Football yep. League. Yeah. Right. So, and maybe people hate that I said that. Oh my goodness! But uh, the only thing that I don't Schultz think can any, I don't think any CFL fans are listening. No, no. not at all. I, I think it's <laughs> safe. So. I think you're right. <laughs> the only thing that Schultz can block is people on Twitter is what Flight 23 oh, says. Oh, and you know what? He's <laughs> fucking good. He's fucking good at it. And so that with that, good. Let's, with, with that, let's uh, go. <laughs> let's keep rolling, dog. That was meme worthy. Yeah. Okay. What do we... Um, and, and, hey, you know what? We'll credit Flight 20. We'll credit Flight 23 when we meme the shit out of that comment. I'm trying to connect my air, but hey, guess what? Just stop. Just stop doing it. whatever you're trying to do and just roll with it for the next. For the, hey, for the next 45 minutes at, at most is what we're probably going to be rolling through. Just go with it. I it's distracting me though. Hey, looks like Dallas is going for it. Yeah, okay, and you know stop. what? Barry Grant Jr. says it best. Fuck Schultz. Um, yeah, fuck Schultz, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get, we need to get Barry. On. We need to get Barry on next week. Yeah, Barry, you're uh, you're on next week. Smoke weed every day. Sorry, I just vape tend. I don't know. I'm fucking done. No, no. What? You can't hear us? No, I can. It's just, it's, it's just like I don't know. It's just I like you guys in my ear, in my ears. Are are you are you? Do you want to continue with the podcast? We have some really good. He likes us on his ears and on his face. You do like us on your lips. Let's just let's just uh, or let's prison just talk. play that shitty outro song we have and call it a day. <laughs> no way! No way! No way! No way! We. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. you with all that hate. Uh, let's uh, let's go. Here. on. What do we got? We so we so how oh, about okay? So Colin Thornburg for you, Colin Thornburg for anybody showing up. Uh, the only reason we're giving all this Schultz hate is that he blocked us on Twitter. 
and he blocked and us on Instagram. And we used to be a huge fan. And ev- if you go back to any live stream that we've done, we have the five fundamentals of Schultze. We love Schultze. I think we maybe made one comment. It was one post about something. I don't even know what. No, there was a couple posts that we made when he was t- saying, I'm going to hold out and not go to training camp. And then he fucking didn't even hold to that. And he actually went. So I don't even know why we're, we're being blocked. We're calling him a P-U-S-S-Y for doing that. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I know, write it out. Oh, oh, write it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I mean okay. it. And then he goes ahead and then blocks us online for, yep. for doing that. And then he himself doesn't actually hold hold to it. CowboysCanFan.com. If you're looking for anything, CowboysCanFan. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you... Give us the, <laughs> the give four, us where you the, are. Let's all gauge where we are right now on the on the on. Uh, Schultz meter. The four fundamentals of Schultz: jealousy, envy, tears, and being a sissy. That's from Kilo C. Love it. Sissed up. He's sissed up. He just sis. Having a mangina yeah. should be in there. Oh. Where where let, let's go through where oh. we all are and with is, Schultz is on Schultz a scale of zero to ten. And Schultz, for the record, he a hundred and fifty five percent has to be an Instagram boyfriend. He'll be walking around with his like phone and a light, and he's taking photos for his girlfriend. He's he's the guy who babe. He's babe. Like, you yeah. look great, babe. And he runs up. He runs up and shows her, babe. Look, you could, yeah, you could remake uh, seven with Schultz in the Kevin Spacey role. What's in the box? <laughs> do, do, do a video of that. Oh, Schultz's face Je- on jealousy, just making you all eat your fucking carpet <laughs> where your fucking chair's been rolling over it. Chelsea kills. I have a question. Crack him if you I got him. If you got him. I have a question, AJ. So you said zero to ten. So zero being what and ten being what? So so zero being like I have uh, no no animosity towards Chelsea, no hate towards Schultz, and ten being Schultz. If they traded you tomorrow for a seventh round pick in twenty twenty nine, I wouldn't give a shit. Okay, I, I got. I'll start this. I got this. So. I will be there from day one if Schultze gets like a hundred yards and two touchdowns. I will be so fucking jacked up. Like I'll be jacked up. But the first time he drops a pass, <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy that should have fucking just sent him. We should have traded him, should have franchise tagged him. So I'm somewhere well in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle. I he's need a, he's a five. I need him to be he's a five. Put, yeah, let's put you That's at a five, five right now. And we'll and, go through hey, throughout five. the year. Cop cop out answer, but okay. Answer five. Five. I'm a five. Um, I'll I'm say a drunk five. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm an eight. I'm an eight. I, I think, uh, like, I'm oh, sorry. Which are we is eight. Yeah. To, but is, it, eight, it's, it's, the, it's worse than five. We still know you are still the most likely one to have sex with Schultz. So we know yeah, you're going to say, like I'm saying, I'm, I'll, I'm still, no, you're a two fan then. Of, I'm still a fan. Of, okay. Right. So oh, two. Two. Yeah. Um, so no, but so yeah, I think our scales a little bit, uh, a little bit off because I even ultra cowboy saying 10, he's instrumental for Dak. So he's thinking that on a scale of one to 10, okay, so uh, 10, we'll 10, 10 being the best. All about yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an eight. I'm still a five. And a five for sure. Cause it doesn't matter what <laughs> way it swings. Uh, five. Steve, what are you? I mean, see, uh, it doesn't, I don't care. Negative two, negative two. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Hey, yeah. Good. Nice. Um, as Alex is about to say it, Flight 23 also comes with a great meme-worthy uh, comment. I just know Schultz cried watching The Notebook. <laughs> Didn't everyone? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I've not seen it. Adam, you're a two? I'm, I'm, a, I'm an eight. We're go- yeah. tens that, ten were fans. Zero, yeah. zero were not. 
Hey, let me just say this. If you're in the chat and you haven't hit that thumbs up button, hit that thumbs up button. It brings more people that hate Schultz. Negative two, me. Yeah, negative two for Steve. Uh, Kilo C says, Anth doesn't want to see Schultz. Uh, Schultz on an important third down. <laughs> nope. Biggest third down of the year right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm right now. All of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a six. I'm going to six it. I'm a sixer. Okay. I like yeah, that he, hey, he score, he can score points. If he start, if he starts not scoring, you goddamn believe. Believe what? You can believe that I'm going to uh, drop him down to probably close to a zero. Cut him. This is, the, the, this is. If, cut the, cut the SOB. I'll be, a, I'll be, a, I'll be back at a 10 for Schultz. Is if, if I play this soundbite. It's like Dallas is going for it. And he scores a TD. And he scores. Hey, question, or not even a question, just something that we didn't really put on the uh, the docket for today. Uh, they're bringing Hallelujah in, in training camp. They're bringing Hallelujah in. I don't know how to say his last name, so we just call him Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah! Oh, it's still going. Steve has they're no idea going. what that was. I, do, I know. I, I know who this guy is. So they're bringing him into uh, for a little competition because the only kicker we got on the roster right now is the guy from I think it's Texas A and M who was like, an undrafted free agent. Oh, you do have it on the docket, dude. Okay. No, dude, he doesn't. He was. He guess we just found it. <laughs> <laughs> we are at eight right? ten, almost eight ten. See, this is this is disappointing news to me because I was a ten on Zerline. Zerline, Greg, like no one was ten. I was a fat ten. You loved them. <laughs> you always did. I always thought, Steve, it was it was way weird that you talk so much about them. Yeah, like <laughs> even like just out of this studio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, Mo you know, most of the time, sighting majors. It's like yeah, you would text. Good, like. You would text me just a photo of him and say like, "Hey, isn't isn't this guy cool?" Greg Zerloin's looking pretty good today. <laughs> hey, hey, got this sent to me. <laughs> um i will say this though i'm gonna for selfish reasons i hope hallelujah wins just so that it makes point after kicks fun so that when he makes it we can play hallelujah and i'm just happy that greg zerloin isn't there because i mm -hmm. fully expected every kick to miss all the time so yeah. my my panic button level will drop a little bit i'm more um i'll, I'll be less hard on a guy that misses the kick that's uh undrafted free agent than a guy with the nickname greg the leg who's been in the league for x amount of years that just decides to miss a kick every time it's important well yeah. he, he, that hey you play for the Argos. i didn't see that dudes here's the hard decision for both the kicker and probably a lot all the positions but definitely the kicker and the the quarterback seem to have this kind of extra uh i don't know weight on the decision but like switching them out for a new starter the quarterback and the kicker are just two positions that stand out as a little bit more complicated whereas because in a running back you can kind of disguise it wide receivers you can disguise it a little bit by like transitioning them slowly out of that position because there's a lot of um you know like if you say you want to basically have your number two wide receiver become your number one because they're just naturally a better talent. You can slowly make that transition happen over the season without anyone really seeing it. Um, 
Whereas what if you're you trying want- to say is the kicker literally <laughs> when he's going to do his job, everybody's watching him. Like yeah. there's no getting away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah. getting away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Zerloin was as Greg Zerloin was as safe as a ripped condom. <laughs> <laughs> Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Flight twenty three. Damn it! Our chat's way funnier than us. Yeah, flight twenty three <laughs> is three for three. Next week we're gonna have uh, Barry Grant Jr., flight twenty three, and Kilo C hosting the podcast, and we're just gonna hang out in the chat. <laughs> we're just gonna. And we're just hey. gonna be right LOL in the chat the whole time. Yeah. Uh, LOL. <laughs> LOL. Lol. LMAO. Raffle. <laughs> Ruffling, oh, ruffle, and <laughs> uh, yeah, ha- or uh, emoji cry face. <laughs> uh, Ultra Cowboy says, "I've never seen a more pessimistic fan base than ours." I mean, very true. Oh fuck, man! I've been arguing on Reddit for days with people. Don't even get me started. I was pretty sick for the last couple of days. All I had was my phone in the bed, and I've been going to war with some Reddit. Reddit's the worst. Reddit is so toxic. Oh, I love Reddit. You went to war. I went to war on Reddit. Everyone's just like crying. Like everyone's just tell us what. Tell us. Tell us what the war is about. Tell us some sick stories of you in bed with your phone. Well, for one, I was only Facetiming. Uh, (laughs) No, I mean Reddit. Like you guys know Reddit. Reddit is has a lot of funny ass people on it, but when you go to sports, it's just like it's just such toxic shit. Whereas, like, I find Instagram. Instagram, even like Snapchat, any of the other platforms, a lot of the fan base is, you know, they're, they're critical, but they're not so bad. Reddit, it's just like, you got all these fucking sleuth neck beards just <laughs> hammering <laughs> away oh, about how hey, much that should be on uh, single... that should be on r slash brand new sentence sleuth neck beard. <laughs> yeah sleuth like neckbeard. They, and they know every single stat of everything so you can't even really argue with them and they're just so they're just so pessimistic you can't ar- you I'm can't all... argue with a reddit incel that spends all all day in his mom's he basement can't. On, on the internet, no. sex with people, he will beat you in any. <laughs> no, argument. they're 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 mining Bitcoin, so they have like fifty GPUs running, and they have like three massive screens, three massive thirty-seven inch ultra wide monitors, and they have every stat up in front of you with the Reddit screen just like slivered out. My fucking crypto is dumping right now. Okay, that's that's how yeah. they're freaking out about right now. <laughs> I'm fucking hemorrhaging crypto. You don't so understand. They take, That's so why they they're t- so angry. Yeah, so they take it. They t- and and then when you pan back out, it's like just them. There, there's no pants underneath them. It's great. <laughs> but I, like I said, what's I'm, Mountain I'm, Dew? What's piss? Nobody knows. <laughs> I, I haven't. I drink in. I drink in these kind of mystery bottles every now and then, and uh, <laughs> I haven't died yet, so I'm going to keep doing it. Gross. Um. What? Oh, is that whist- you're whistling to me to show you this? To move on, was that a whistle? No, me? I was. I oh. was just having a drink of this uh, Moscow mule or this nude Moscow mule. Oh yeah, what do you think? Hey, use ants. Use use ants. Uh, Sparkle. Sparkling. Uh, question for you: Did you read all these articles? I did. Yeah. Uh, did you? Guaranteed, no. Adam. No, one hundred and fifty-nine percent. I didn't. I read. I read them all, and this was the one that probably kind of made me a little bit mad. Kind not mad, okay. but like kind of like. Well, Jerry, come on. Well, let, absolutely. And Anthony, I, I want to like, hear I exactly. Like the journalist name. I, I want to hear what you have to say. This is uh, Chris how about Harding? that Cowboys <laughs> Ring of Honor on Deadspin.com by uh, Chris Party. Party. That's both Chris with two S's and, and Chris no Party H, with two S's. That first no name's H, a party. Two, two S's. Yeah, that's too much. What is okay. And then Party. Okay. He's it's party, but he's got two E's, no Y. 
That's a great That's name. Do, do you know what? He, do, do you think he says this to people? Hey, what's up? My name is Chris Party. That's Chris with two S because I like to party <laughs> with two E's. Ah, okay, don't get it wrong. I mean, if and he, then he, he should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should. Uh, okay, oh, sorry, Ann. I don't know. So, yeah. Go ahead and tell us what you have to say. Ignore the um, ridiculous uh, all elite AEW wrestling advertisement here, and let's go into the um, article. I'm itself. just going to give you kind of my yeah. point, my bullet points. So I've, I've, I've cruised to this article, and last year it made news when Jerry Jones, uh, or when Jerry Jones was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, it had made news that he or people were asking him how him and Jimmy Johnson's uh friendship was going and jerry basically answered that with he's going to be in the cowboys hall uh ring of honor so if ever everyone watching steve a little backstory you probably know this too uh jerry jones and jimmy johnson built the cowboys dynasty together in the early 90s jimmy johnson left a little bit uh on a failed relationship with jerry jones Mm -hmm. and they had had kind of a beef for 20 plus years so last year, it seemed like they were finally coming uh, to get over their shit. And Jerry Jones was finally realizing, okay, Jimmy Johnson was a big integral part of the Cowboys teams in the 90s. He's going to be in the they haven't won shit since. They haven't won shit since. So it was like they, they, they're going to put Jimmy Johnson in the ring, the ring of honor, which is a big deal in uh, Cowboys folklore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just this recently, someone had asked Jer- Jerry Jones when it was going to happen. And he basically answered, oh, there's really no timeline. I haven't really thought about it. Uh, eventually, I'll think about it when it's about to happen. Here it's I am. Like, L- let's watch this video real Okay, let's real watch quick. this. Yeah. So are we making an announcement here? Well, we can be. If we can, I don't know how we're going to upstate. No, yeah, you can. Go ahead. So this make is the announcement. We'll be in the ring of honor. There this is go. Jerry 2021. Last summer. I'm alive. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson replying. The next clip is from 2022, June 16, 2016. Nothing, to, nothing to talk about right here at all. And uh, that's something that I've never really right. decided upon almost uh, until a week or two before I do it. Really? Yeah. No, I've never uh, yeah. been something uh, that's got a, a long tail. That's greasy. So he was just oh, tickling yeah. his balls because he was sat next to him, and now he's like. Yeah. Probably. He's not within earshot, so fuck him. Because, yeah. Jim. No, Jerry had Jerry had a couple. He had a couple of white wine spritzers. He was sat next to him. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make this guy's fucking dream come true. And then he fucking said it. Who is in the ring of honor? And snap fucking quiz. Who's in the ring of honor currently? Drew Pearson, uh, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Randy White, uh, Bob Lilly. Uh, Roger, St- Roger Staubach? Know. Yeah, Roger Staubach. Any of the Hall of Famers definitely be in there. So Jimmy Johnson's a pretty integral part. Michael Irvin, obviously, probably or is in there. Um, yeah, it's just shitty. The thing with that, I just hate you. You're sitting there, and like you said, you probably drank, had a couple drinks. Mm. And the funny part about that, that you said that it's a little, uh, it was in that article. The whole reason the Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones thing started off was Jerry was drunk at, uh, I don't even know what the event was in like 94. And he said after they had won their second Super Bowl that there's about 500 coaches that could have won with that team. He said that to two journalists. And that's kind of what started the whole feud between Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. Why? <laughs> like, 
Well, because he said you could have Jimmy Johnson didn't coach that team. You could have put 500 coaches with that team and they would have be that team that I basically put well, together. I'm the general manager. They would have won. Oh, like, oh, Jerry Jones said that. Jerry yeah. Jones said that. No, oh, I Jones thought he said that. Jimmy Johnson. He was just like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm good, but he could have won with that team. <laughs> I, oh, I, I might, Jerry Jones said that. Oh, well, what? Jerry, what Jones, Jerry Jones all drunk yeah. said to two, what two a, journalists, look, 500 coaches could have won with that team. And I'm not. What, what a bell end. I'm not. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not on Jerry's side, but I think like it was almost proving right that the next year they won, but they, that that was as no. far as cracking. Crack I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't you dare, don't you dare talk over El Cracko if you've El Gotamo. Okay, there you go. I wasn't. Now, now you can go ahead. Uh, in, in sorry, you're right, but oh, the next bad. Super Bowl anth that was won was a a coach that basically was playing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah. So what happened was in in '94, they they lost in the NFC Championship game with Barry Switzer, with basically the team that Jimmy Jones brought in. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson. Sorry, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. And then the following year, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl with Barry Switzer, with basically the team that was still put together right. by Jimmy Johnson. I got people uh, walking. I got people wandering around out there. Saying that this team is owned by Jimmy Jones, I can't. I need to get rid of this man. I mean, it's still a bit. Of a, it's Jerry Jones' yeah, team. That's a bit of a shitty thing to do. Ultra obviously. Ultra Cowboys saying Jimmy didn't win without Jerry in the NFL. Jerry won with Switzer. So obviously, not not defending Jerry Jones, but it's not. They, he technically he's won without Jimmy Johnson. It's not like they both have only won with each other. It's true. Um, yeah, but it was a fair. But still, argument. it was the team, it was the team that yeah. was drafted by basically Jimmy Johnson. The yeah. guys that had all the values instilled with yeah. Jimmy Johnson. Well, and put, then, put it this way: then, if he was still there, would they have won more? Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. So that's, that, that's well, the there, argument. There you go. Man. Yep. Uh, the, another a really funny. Uh, <laughs> Stephen White says, I had a Miller Lite Cowboy poster that had them together and under it said, think when you drink. <laughs> <laughs> I would love... Stephen, if you fucking can find that and was, take a photo... You got the power of the internet right there. You could find the. You could find it right now. I mean, if you, Miller, did, Miller if you did think before you drank, no one would ever drink Miller Lite. Like, what am right. I doing? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta drink a real drink. Like this nude pink lemonade <laughs> I'm supping on. It's probably, is that actually pretty, is it good? The lemonade? I don't know, I, it came, came at it in the fridge and I stole it on the way out. So, Jimmy I mean, Jay. I wouldn't, I mean, I didn't buy a much. Well, I guess I kind of did, but yeah, no. It's uh, not great. Ultra says, Cowboys don't win the 95 Super Bowl without Jerry signing Deion Sanders. 95 team was less talented than a 94 team. Uh, Sugar Daddy says, Jimmy's team. Steve White says Barry didn't catch that uh, that year. Troy did, and Ultra Cowboy says Jerry teams. So we got a nice, uh, we got a nice fifty fifty. We got a fifty fifty split. So Boy, here, we like it. you couldn't let, find it, eh? I couldn't find it. Let's put a let's put a little. Poster. Let's okay. put a little. Um, I don't know. Long term bet on on air right now. Okay, on the podcast. Uh, airwaves. Airwaves. <laughs> Uh, and all the earbuds listening, or the podcast uh, data waves, da- data data waves. Um, does Jerry Jones in our in his lifetime does Jerry Jones put oh, for the Jimmy next Johnson? Years? Yeah, <laughs> for 
fucking undead fuck. Well, that's that's the problem. We that's what we said. Jerry Jones sold his soul to something, and and what this uh, what the person he made the deal with. Uh, it's as long as he's alive. He, I don't think Cowboys are gonna win another ring. No, unfortunately. But Jerry. So gets yeah, to live, sorry so. to interrupt, but I say no. Okay, he's not gonna put him in because he seems like a salty old fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seems like know. a salty old fuck. He his 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 uh he's ninety percent salt. Have you seen the fucking egg McMuffins he eats? Yeah, he's ninety percent salt. They're dipped in salt. Yeah, I want a fucking call. Listen, I don't care how much I have to pay. I want my egg McMuffin coated in salt. And don't give me any. Don't give me any of that crushed salt bullshit or that pink Himalayan stuff. Give me that American. I want want that American processed packet salt. I want that packet salt. Okay, don't you come at me with this pink Himalayan <laughs> stuff? Gosh darn it! If you're crushing so it, my answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that, say, I say okay. I say no. And as Kilo C says, Jerry Jones folklore segment. That concludes our Jerry Jones folklore segment. Da 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 da. I'm loving it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Okay, what else do we got? Actually, the, um, someone posted earlier. I think it was uh, Flight Twenty Three. So that. Um, there, 50 minutes ago, they were talking about, uh, there's a possibility that, uh, uh, Julio Jones or Julio Jones, depending on how you want to pronounce it, might, uh, be in consideration to sign it with the Cowboys. Is this mm. another clickbaity article? We don't know. Um, every, every free agent gets connected with the Cowboys and it never happens. Is it because, you know I mean? and it's because the Cowboys made no free agency moves? Well, they, they're saving up. They got a, they got a lot of guys coming up in the next few years that they're going to have to resign. Right. So I don't hate that. They're not really doing anything, but I, the only way I could see the Cowboys going out and signing someone like Julio Jones is if someone goes down in training camp or early in the season, uh, and they're out for a long time. That's the only way I could see them getting like an aging wide receiver. They tried going young, right? Like who's well, the oldest wide receiver, James Washington, right now? Yeah. Or, or maybe Michael Gallup. Like they're trying to get young. I can't see them going I, out and getting Jones who can't stay in the lineup anyways. I can see Jerry Jones feet up, salting his McMuffin, talking to uh, his son. Is and it say, Jerry or Harry? Uh, Jerry. And he goes, he goes, Steven. <laughs> You know Young Guns is one of my favorite goddamn movies, and I'm excited about our team this year because we got a bunch of them, Young Guns. Can I tell you what I do? If I want this guy, I I, I package up $12 million in salt. Yep, as he's still <laughs> salty. And uh, I ship it towards him for a one-year contract, and I say, hey, I'll sign you for $12 million one year. We got $20 million or $22 million, whatever it is, you know? Get get him or or another um, high profile veteran who's out on the market that's that can play football. Just get him out there and playing with these younger kind of guys who don't really have tons of experience. Not wide receiver though. If you're going to spend the money on a uh, right now on a free agent, I I don't want it to be on a wide receiver to be honest. Yeah, I think defensive that- line, defensive line, or even maybe like a, a established offensive swing tackle. You know what that did you what did you what did you, uh, what did you draft this year? Were you offensive lineman this year? We part? did O line. We did O line round one, D line round two, wide receiver round three, tight end round four, and then round five. I, I we had like four picks in round five. We did a little bit of everything, mm. and uh, yeah, that's kind of where. It went. Let's fucking go, Cowboys! Okay, well. 
Um, Anth, here's something that you share with. You shared with us, actually. Oh, shit, and I just closed it. <laughs> that was a personal thing. Don't show it. <laughs> is this real? Is this to we've size? All, we've all seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cowboys. <laughs> I, just wait. I don't know what Adam's doing. I'm Sorry. I, uh, uh, I found, I didn't find it yet, but um, they said the poster is the Ring of Champions Ring poster of Champions, by okay. Miller Lite. Um, I can look that up. But right now, Cowboys have a middle-of-the-pack roster amongst 32 teams per FF, PFF. We, and this is a, a, the LaundryHat.com article by Lauren Barash. Oh, laund- um, laundry, oh, oh, laundry Hat. Landry Hat, sorry. Oh, yeah. Laundry, Landry, Laundry, Laundry. You know why it's the Landry Hat, though, right? I mean that like there's people who call it a lot of different names because of Coach Land because Coach uh, Landry oh, always Landry wore the hat. Coached him for like thirty years, and he had yeah the the fedora. And also uh, laundry hats are something you can wash. <laughs> Laundryhat.com, the you, biggest you can, cowboy. You can you can wear them while washing. You can see that right there. <laughs> oh, okay. Tom, um, Tom, Tom, I was Tom gonna, Landry. You know what? The, the, you know what's funny? Because I was going to say Tom Landry. Yeah, Tom Landry, yeah. right there with his hat. He has his. He's pro- he's also probably in the. Oh, right here. Game honor you know what jerry jones did his second day as the cowboys owner fired tom landry who's the 30-year running head coach that's pretty and you know what but but there's another thing saying jerry like the argument for jerry like he's the one that came in and basically changed everything right out of the get-go to get i mean he did make those hard decisions right out of the gate i i i can't i can't slag jerry jones as an owner because he's you know He's fairly good as an owner for the most fucking uh, highest fucking worth team in the world, right? Yeah. You, you can't really slag him. Uh, my, our fucking owners at United, Manchester United, is a fucking dicks from fucking Tampa. Fucking, what are they called? <laughs> the fucking, right. uh, yeah. all yeah. those fucking, well, he died, but all the fucking brothers and sisters who run now, fucking, what's his fucking, those are Glazers. Joel fucking Glazer and Avi Glazer and that fucking cunt sister with theirs. <laughs> like fuck, you guys have got a pretty good owner. Well, and like and like Barry saying, the league wouldn't be the league. The NFL wouldn't be the NFL without Jerry Jones. He did a lot of shit behind the scenes uh, to grow the NFL, to grow um, getting sponsorships outside of what the NFL was acquiring to just bring a lot more to bring the game to what it is. Like maybe we're not even fans of the NFL as much as we are, maybe it doesn't have a bi- as big reach hey. as it does right now if you don't have guys like Jerry Jones. Seeing how television has grown, not not in our time we actually saw it on cable as well, but it's grown past that point now right into social media. But, like, we laugh about it, we've poked fun at it, but it doesn't matter even if it's pointed out in broad daylight. The uh, It's no vampire this but like people are drawn to just fucking entertainment in any way and jerry jones realizes that of course we're dealing with the nfl sport here but there's an entertainment value that can be sold as a package to people are you trying to say the nfl is not real and it's scripted is that what you're trying to say <laughs> run away people get out <laughs> no no uh smoke weed every day absolutely not 
The sport itself, he, of he course. Is he the Vince McMahon of the NFL? No, no, no. The sport oh, yeah. itself, of course, is... is uh, I'm just saying, like, there's... Or is Vince McMahon the... Uh, no. <laughs> there, there, in the realness of it all, there is a... Um, a commerce aspect of it, of course. A merchant aspect. And that's what Jerry Jones... is His biggest gift has been, because the more money that the NFL makes the more like that these players can play and the the better the game technically would get because people are more inclined to play a sport when you're getting paid more money. So, <laughs> yeah, I have a question for you guys. For yeah, seven, you. seven, seven and a half when I smash it out on a, a, a table. Yeah, right. <laughs> in what in, in what dream? <laughs> no, I have a question for you guys. So, um, I posted something on the Instagram a couple days ago, and it was just uh, the last time each NFC East team had a 4,000-yard quarterback. Oh, look at Alex. He's just moving right now. Oh, I saw that. I'm trying I just, to bring it up. I just, well, I just want to ask it, mainly Stee, because yeah. you're, you're a fan outside of the, the division. Yeah. I just want to know if you think that is an important stat for a team or if it's kind of irrelevant. Um, like, is it important for a team to have a quarterback that can – consistently get to 4,000 yards or is that just kind of hogwash? I mean, it, it, it all depends on, 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 are you a run heavy team? Like kind of Seattle, are you throwing the ball every chance you get like fucking Matty ice or whatever? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I think it's an important stat, but it all depends on the team. Right. Well, like, here, so like, how, what, what's, what's, what's the, what's the win ratio with that 4,000 yards? Are, are, well, are you, are you throwing garbage time yards where you're already behind or are you throwing garbage time yards when you're already, behind? it's, I don't know. That's a tough question. Well, but, see, the, the Seahawks on. though, Russell Wilson in the last seven years, he went 4,000 yards four times. Mm. Yeah. Cause the fucking running back last, last year he didn't. And, but in, in those years they were playoff teams, right? Yeah. Playoffs. Last, year, last year he did playoffs. Last year he only did three thousand, barely three thousand yards, and you saw kind of the production or the team they put on the field. Look, I I, I always rag on on the Cowboys when I come on here just because it's fun, right? No, but, but <laughs> I, no, no disrespect. Like Dak, uh, uh, is he's well, he's obviously clearly the best quarterback in the fucking NFC East, right? Obviously, yeah. like the Cowboys none are the best those, team in the NFC others, East. Like none of those other guys are even on their t- that team anymore. Well, exactly. Right and w- am Wentz, I right? Am I right? Look at in two thousand nineteen, Wentz got that by like I think thirty or forty yards. Otherwise, they they would have been somewhere in the fucking. I don't even think they would have a quarterback that had ever done it. I think it's important. I think it's the reason I think it's important. I think it puts your team in a better position to make the playoffs. Obviously, it doesn't matter if they're going to win a Super Bowl or not, but it does say your offense is at least somewhat formidable, right? Like, yeah, Eli Manning and Kirk Cousins are the last time. Guys pass for those for over four thousand yards on that team. Mm. How good? How good have the Giants and the and the Commanders been since then? Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking half a decade now. Am I right? Am I right? Look at these guys. <laughs> I just think. I think. I no, just thought any, none of the obviously obviously uh, Commanders and Giants didn't. Was when did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? Was it two thousand nineteen? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no? Twenty. Twenty twenty. I just no, like that you didn't. I did, just because I'm saying if they, when it, when they threw for over four thousand yards, did they win the Super Bowl? And obviously yeah. the two on the right didn't. It play. was and it Wentz was twenty nineteen, right? Wentz yeah. got hurt. Wentz got it, and then he got hurt, and then Foles came in and won. Them yeah, every Foles game. came in and, and right, sweet trick play. Popped his little fucking hips. I just like that we're we're now referring to them as the Commanders, and it takes well, a second to be like, oh, 
Oh, you're right. The Washington Commanders. That's right. I call them. I, the, like the I call them the goddamn commies. But I can do that when I wear this. Ha- when I wear this hat. When he's wearing the red star, the Dallas. Oh, I thought, the, that, was a, the, I thought the, that was a cowboy top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. This is a. I bought it in Vietnam. They have cowboys hats. Huge every, cowboys market. Big cowboys fans. Thanks to Jerry. They do. They do the colors oh, differently. They do the color. Oh, I think I'm it's because they only have. They only have the colors green and red. So. The Christmas Cowboys. That's yeah. a that's a great. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great Jerry Christmas. on a shelf. That's why everything's so cheap. It's a they do these Christmas sales on these uh, Dallas Cowboys merchandise. Okay, guys. I thought, back, I thought you were a, sorry, I thought you were a Macy's fan. Backup. Just to back up why it matters. The last two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, forty eight hundred yards last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady, the year before, had. Let me get to this. Oh, what's the evidence? Uh, 48, yeah, 4,600 yards. Mm. So both those quarterbacks, who won the Super Bowl for that? Let's check that out, too. Who won in 20... Also, uh, too. Also, too, as well. Who won the Super Bowl in 20... Wow, you triple pumped well, us on that, bro. K- KC won it recently, right? And that was my home, so he obviously threw for 75,000 yep. yards. Heineken Cowboys is what Kilo C said. Your was it 2020 KC? Like- is that when they won it? Yeah, it would have been 2020 was KC. Mahomes had it. And then the year before is the Patriots. Tom Brady had over 4,000 yards. So right there, the last four quarterbacks to to win the Super Bowl. I know that's a small sample no, size. You're, you're right. And I, and I saw this Instagram post. And you're right. Like, it is important to have a, a QB that can throw over 4,000 yards. And there's nobody else in that, obviously, in that division that can do it. So... I would like to see who was the last quarter. And I mean, we don't got the time to do it. But I would, I'm going to do some research and digging. Who didn't see throw? Who, the la- yeah, the last quarterback that won, probably, uh, well, probably Nick Foles, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> he won a Super Bowl throwing, I don't know, what, 200 yards? Yeah. 200 Extra- yards. Extrapolate his yards to a full season, and I bet you that they go over 1,000. What do you do? And then what, the last yeah. question I wanted to ask you guys is I, I posted another thing, and it was about Dak owning the division. Is it important? Like, yeah, you put up these good stats against your division, but when the first goal of any season is winning your division, right? If you can dominate your division, you're more than likely going, well, you won, you're going to be in playoffs. If you playoffs, playoffs. you're going to be in, in, in the playoffs and it's going to put you in a position to make a Super Bowl run. But people dismiss this as you beating up on your division as, oh, they're dog shit teams. Well, it doesn't matter if they're dog shit teams or not. You still have to beat those teams. A little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a weird stat, and we can always fall back on we have the we can't get past the divisional round, and that's really that all that matters, I guess. I'm just reaching. I'm reaching in early July here for some yeah. stuff. Some hopium. He's he's reaching like he's trying to get his updates on his computer to work. Hey, they work. Oh. Hey, allegedly, look, I would. I look at it as um, it's. Every every team in the NFL is at least competitive, with the, uh, you know, questionable two teams a year, and usually at this point it's been the fucking Jaguars and someone else, but, you know, each win matters, and and being the best in your division, no matter how fucking kind of mediocre they might be, it still stands out. We'll we'll see what happens at the end of the, uh, end of this year, dude. Because uh, the reality is, the Cowboys probably have ha- are going to have their, even though they haven't 
won it consistently the last five years, this might be the hardest competition in this oh, yeah. division for the net for the past from the past five years. So the NFC East has definitely gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Ultra Cowboy says we're going to the Super Bowl. I have not said that since two thousand seven. Hopefully wow. a better outcome in Micah, I trust. Damn, dude. I, I, that and then, and then followed di- directly by Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast. You need a QB that can make plays and win games by throwing the football. The days of the Steel Curtain and Ravens are over. Yeah, fair. I agree. I Just mean, throw on some fucking hay- haymakers at the Steel Curtain. Look, Alex loves it. With, I kind of agree with that because at the end of the day, they call the draw play with Dak at the end of the, the game. How many quarterbacks are you doing that with if you trust them to make that throw? That's wild. Yeah. Hey, I saw a stat the other day that there was only, they said the steel curtain, but there's, in the Super Bowl era, so 50-odd years, right, there's only two seasons when the Steelers didn't have, like, a top 20 defense. Two. That's pretty good. It's because they had, what was the guy's name? Uh, what was their defensive coordinator there forever? Joe, oh, I can't even think of his name, but the guy was there forever until he was in his 70s, and he, 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 was, he actually played for them and then ended up going on to coach for them. Guy was a beast. Yeah. But two out of the Super Bowl era that they didn't have a top 20 defense. That's pretty fucking wild. Is your quarterback again? The guy that we were all laughing that we liked? Kenny Pickett? Oh, yeah. yeah Kenny Pickett. Pickett. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. And then they, and then they drafted him. George Pickens. Pickett and Pickens. I want him, yeah. every, time he, every time he scores a touchdown, I want him to say, Kenny Pickett, you better lick it. Yeah. <laughs> you can pick. And he points at his crotch. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's very aggressive. Once again, no one can pick it like Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> can or you I can't pick wait. it? I can't, I can't two, wait till he gets gloves, an interception. Two glove Kenny Pickett because he wears two gloves. Oh, fuck off. Really? Yeah, he does, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Two gloves. Okay. Uh, what do we got going on here then? Is there anything else on the docket? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we still haven't talked about. Hang on. AJ <laughs> looks like he's about to pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's leaning over. Because he's uh, drinking these <laughs> Moscow mules. He comes. He comes. I'm like, AJ, pick up drinks. Moscow mules. And then these peach, out of everything, peach. Crack me if you got them. Crack me if you got them, son. Okay. Peach Pacificos. This is our uh, NFL roster ranking of all 32 teams. Strengths, weaknesses, X factors. Well, uh, Dallas Cowboys are ranked 16th, right in the middle of the pack, which Mm. is so weird um, because was it not PFF that, this is a PFF article. Was it not PFF that also ranked Dallas like the top um, OC and second? Second, Kellen Moore was know? the second uh, OC. PFF is vape ten. <laughs> They're so vape ten, dude. Their minds. They, they, I think there's like multiple people writing articles. The, okay, so this article. The reason they're 16th is because they basically just take all their grades on players, yeah, or like starting players, and then come up with. Uh, that ranking from there, we're one their above. The, we're one so, above the Washington Commanders. So when you see, I mean, yeah, the we, Dolphins and the Dolphins and the Saints are ranked higher than exactly. us. Exactly. So, what? Let, let yeah. let's. But yeah, but are they? They're looking at the new roster for the the Dolphins. Is that why? Name, name the Saints quarterback. Hey, guess what? You couldn't pay me. You, I, if, if you put a ten thousand dollars on the line, I couldn't Google it right now. I would not be able to tell you. So you exactly. So I mean, there's no so, fucking way. So I don't care how good what? other positions Tell are. The Saints. Who the Saints squad bucket? Yeah. Oh, I thought Jameis Winston was still there. I mean, you yeah, might be right. Hey, guess what? Yeah, you, 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 you might be right. I don't know. 
but he wasn't he it was weird they had a weird thing with him last year too they were jumping in and out 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 of uh, starting quarterbacks but i don't see the saints being better i don't see the dolphins being better so, it's back to just pff basically grading all the players on a team and then coming up with an overall score basically so so what we're looking at here guys and uh let's take a moment and have a gander like this a mo- is the like 2022 a Dallas Cowboys it? yep i can zoom in what are these numbers in brackets so i'm going to tell you right now the they they're based on just um oops that's the colds they're based on a series of different stats that they've put together to try to give players a sort of Madden type of rating okay so there's a, a few different um ways that they came to this number but it's consistent at least so just take that for what it is uh 90 to 100 is elite mm-hmm. 80 to 90 is um really good like a, a great player uh 70 to 90 is like a you know right Average, we get a little it. B- above we get average, it. But why? Et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, picks don't count for anything because why is Trayvon Diggs fifty eight point five? I mean that they are they had Trevon Trevon Diggs was rated like the seventy six best corner PFF. Yeah, that's what I mean. These guys are vape ten. They don't. Like, <laughs> they clearly are. You know what? Like, like this, Trevon Diggs at a yes. fifty eight. Like, anyone that watched football knew Trevon Diggs was better than fifty eight point five. Fifty eight point five. He's yeah, not as I mean, good as LVE apparently. That's the thing. Right? That's the thing. <laughs> All I'm saying is, in this article at least, they are consistent with their methodology. It's it's skewered method methodology because there's no way that Trevon Diggs could be. Oh, is AJ getting AJ getting big PFF? Smoke weed every day. AJ's getting to the PFF height or what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm saying they're they're flawed. They are flawed in giving. They're flawed in Trevon Diggs being a 58.5. Absolutely, but um. I'm saying that at least it's consistent throughout. How, wh- however, they determine these fucking numbers, it's consistent throughout. And Cowboys got 16th consistently. I mean, I, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree with that. No, me neither. Me neither. I don't agree either. But, but the article stated that it showed. What did you say? X factor. What yeah. else did it say? So biggest strength, Micah Parsons. Biggest biggest weakness, Demarcus Lawrence. Those sons of bitches picking on him. Um, and then X factor is Trevon Diggs. The, I like the Trevon Diggs and the Michael Parsons. The biggest weakness is not uh, D Law at, at all. Maybe whatever PFF put together, P, they probably rank a lot of uh, defensive ends. Okay, for sacks. I'm sorry, it was D tackles and D tackles. Oh yeah, okay, that makes more sense. D tackles, we are weak at D tackles, and we have tried to shore it up. Hopefully, that guy Ridgeway can come in and and toss some people around. Uh, our defensive, the Cowboys have been weak at defensive tackle for years. And uh, I actually, there are three things, biggest, what was it? Biggest strength, biggest weakness. And um, I, I agree with all, all three of those actually. Yeah. Uh, so ultra Cowboy says that he drops, he, he goes, ultra Cowboys. I drop off a PFF ranking every day when I go to the toilet. <laughs> uh, he also said, uh, Micah said LVE was the player that stood out during OTAs. And Anth's going to say, I hope so. I really hope so. Why was his neck brace not there? I missed yeah. that. What was it? Uh, Micah said LVE was the player that has stood out 
during the OTAs. Oh, I, stood I out yeah. as in good. I thought yeah, he meant sat out. Yeah, and then no, I, I hope he is. And yeah, then, and then uh, your buddy Roop says Trevon Diggs had a lot of picks, but he also got ran on deep like a chump all season. Don't care. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Roop. Love you, Roop. I love you, but the most exciting play in a game is a Trevon Diggs pick. So yeah, if exactly. he gives up a few yards, I don't care as long as it's, if he gives up a thousand yards again and only has maybe two picks, then it's an issue. Yeah, but that hasn't happened yet. The guy's only his second year. He's only going to keep getting better and better. He's he was an all pro. This is my argument with the Trevon Diggs thing. He was voted in as an all pro by guys that literally all they do is vote on. It's picked by players, uh, the AP press, and then fans. So there's guys that literally do this shit for a living. They watch. They've watched thousands and thousands of hours of football. They voted Trevon Diggs as an all pro. Mm-hmm. That they they see something in Trevon Diggs. You can ask any any of the guys that are on the committee. Everyone loved Trevon Diggs. So yeah, the, these stats, the, these yards given up are they're inflated by if Trevon Diggs gets beat and his safety over the top doesn't help him, he's taking the chance to maybe jump the route, expecting that he has a safety over the top. Classic classic situation was the new uh, New England Patriots game. He got burned, yeah, but he had safety over the top, and Casey just whiffed. He had Diggs jersey. So I don't know. It's it'd be, such, it'd such it'd a small be, sample size. It'd be difficult to check, I guess, but how many um, how many of those yards allowed um, resulted in a, in a touchdown or, you know? Yeah, we tried. Not, and I, mean, I don't mean that it's like hard. in one place. So it's it's hard to say, but like... You know, you know what I mean. I, I, they, were they scoring drives every time he let up yes. fucking you so, know fifty yards? Of- so there actually are people who have done it, and and um, I don't know even know where to begin to look it up. But we have actually looked at that looked at a report here, and they take that into account. Like, what did that drive turn into, mm. and plus and minus all the yardage and et cetera. And Diggs did turn out to be like a positive gains for. In in press coverage, when yeah. it's just a press coverage, when he's running press coverage, he's rated the top corner. He was rated the top corner in the NFL mm. by, front, by PFF. So yeah. it's so weird. Like rate him in certain situations and then diminish him. At the end of the day, the guy had 11 interceptions. He gave 11 uh, more offensive uh, possessions to our team. Yep. No other player had done that in 40 fucking years. Yeah. So Roop's saying he yeah. loves digs, uh, but he's saying, I agree. He is all pro, but jumping routes versus getting beat deep, not a good trade. Hence 58. So I think he's just Second. saying that's why they're point five. Yeah. I agree that he's got to clean it up. He's only in his second year. And I, I Trevon Diggs is one of my favorite players. That's why I got a little heated. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I did, I thought it was your I thought it was your camera Wait, at first that was going Alex, red, but it's actually your face Steelers going red. Cause again, huh? where were the Steelers rated? Yeah, find out for the Steelers because people, people are sleeping on the Steelers, man. Well, no, I don't sleep on the Steelers. There's a, there's a bunch of like nice Steeler comments in the chat, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring it up right now for you, Steve. <laughs> why? Because you hate me. No, the, the lot of love for Cordell Stewart and uh, Warren Moon, but that's that's a given. Nah. Warren Moon. Uh, sorry, they were well, Cor- Cordell Stewart. It was the uh, yeah. was the uh, flash, and then they started talking about Warren Moon. Twenty two. Fuck off. <laughs> Zegama Seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Mitch Trubisky. Sixty percent of the time it works. Uh, every every time. time. Yeah, but wrong. I did the wrong one. Is Trubisky going to be starting for you guys? He'll start. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's not terrible. I think he's gotten better since he'll, he left the he'll, Bears. He'll start. Roop's saying he's still waiting for his invite, so I guess you told him at one point. 
told him yeah, that at one point. I, I, can, I can tell you that Mason Rudolph won't be the fucking starting quarterback. No, Mason Rudolph is just, he's, he's like Chase Daniel, just making bank. I fuck. Oh, yeah. Here. That fucking stat. Was that the one you posted about 41 million or something? Oh, I, who sent that? What, the Chase Daniels? No, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Is that the, you? Yeah, he's Chase Daniel only that. has only started or it only started in five games and he's making 41 mil. That's crazy. Over yeah. his over his course of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Genius. Um, okay, Genius. No, C- <laughs> no CTE for him and he's set for life. Yeah. He's played played in five more NFL games than us. Started. And has, started. And has 39 million... <laughs> Thirty-nine point nine 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 nine. I was so close. I was so damn close. <laughs> uh, okay, what do we got here? Defining the biggest non-quarterback quarterback Jenga pieces on the Dallas Cowboys roster. Gonna say this before anything. Love Jenga. <laughs> yeah, Jenga's a good Jenga. I love Jenga. Like when the pieces are huge. Great game. Big Jenga when the pieces are huge, and you can tell that there are some pieces that are not the same size as the other one so it's a pretty janky game that's my fit my favorite. they call it janky big jenga <laughs> janky big jenga yeah uh what what, what do we got here aj um <laughs> yeah, you've been slacking on your fucking i can't uh, your 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 audio your audio drops give just Micah give me- parsons well let's let's name some jenga pieces before yeah. you go yeah down yeah yeah, yeah. Let's name them. Who do you guys think are big pivotal pieces besides Dak that hey. keep this uh, keep this train moving? They're gonna say Parsons. They're gonna say TP twenty. No, they're gonna say CD twenty will not be in there. CD Lamb, they're Zach gonna, Martin. Yeah, I think they're gonna say. Uh, We're talking about players that like if they weren't in there, the team wouldn't tackle, be able to win. left tackle Smith. Yes, yeah, uh, Stephen White saying number seventy seven and number ninety. Yeah. Yep, and then so, who's, your, who's your number one now? Is it Gallup or is it CD? I'm, CD. Uh, yeah, get, well, uh, everybody's CD's number one. Yeah, everybody wants CD, CD. to be number one. CD's so on CD the list. Step it up. You already read this. You guys, no, I have not read already? it. I'm, I'm I saying. didn't read. I didn't read this, but I think I think uh, my number one on there besides Micah Parsons. Oh, is Steve's going just to leaving. Steve's, Steve's so pissed off. He's yeah. leaving. Yeah, he's 22. angry. Zach Martin's got to be on that list. Okay, twenty-two. Like your jersey, Steve, and. On defense, I think they're going to have uh, Demarcus Lawrence, and they're going to have uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, um, <laughs> fuck, Trevon Diggs. This Trifon just Diggs. in. You hear it here, folks. You hear it here first, folks. <laughs> At this CD point in the episode, Alex is feeling good. Smoke Lamb. weed every day. C.D. Lamb, Lamb is. CD Lamb hey, is going number one. He can't. He's too busy. Oh. <laughs> Boom. There he is. CD. Looking like he's going to throw the football. Yeah, and this, this just in as new quarterback, CD Lamb. So CD Lamb, you did call that. Keep scrolling there, son. He's, he's expected to become the top fucking wide receiver. That's it? Trevin Diggs. Trevin Diggs. Diggs. You guys called Diggs? Yeah. Uh, so anyone in chat, we're looking right now. We're just seeing Jenga pieces. What players on the team have to be on the team for us to be able to win games? There Tyron we go, Smith. Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, yep. That was called in Grant, the chat. Man. Granted, like, if he's not there, possibly our first overall and his younger brother, Tyler Smith, could jump out, right? Possibly. That's right. Thick, 
Thick Cooper. That's it. Thick that was it. Thick, Thick and Wire Cooper. So three guys. No, no. Micah Diggs no, and Micah Diggs and Smith. Got it. And, oh, and Lamb. Lamb. Well, who yeah. are who are some Jenga pieces they missed then? Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Of course. Absolutely. The Cowboys' best player. And they should have done that. They should have gone into the more obvious ones. Because those ones are I not. I honestly think Tyron Smith is more obvious than Zach Martin, but. Right. No, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like. I'm it's, just a it's, fanboy. It's, it's, He's it's just obvi- a fanboy. You're right. You're right. But I think it is. Fanboy. Anyone who has a. <laughs> a, a, a who starts to hold a strong interest, and I can speak of this as a uh, one-year um, Dallas Cowboys fan now. Like you did, you three hundred and sixty-five days. Okay, what? When was? When would you be start? When did you say, okay, you know what? I'm a Cowboys fan now. Probably not till September, actually. <laughs> so you haven't been a Cowboys fan for a full year yet, no. and I like your honesty there. But when do you think you? When do you guys think you were full on? When someone said something about the Cowboys, and you actually kind of got mad about it? Uh, second week. Second week for sure is when I started talking about we did this. We, and then someone's like, listen to him. He's saying we. He's saying we. And I was like. Oh, end, of sept, end of September. I, it was, sec- it was second, second game of the season. You were you hardcore. Was, yep. When me I, was the first time my boy Tony Romo ran one in. But you didn't really have a team, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's the thing. I feel like I've been a free agent for a long time, and I finally mm. got signed, you know? Mm-hmm. Where is AJ's Raider Nation? Just, well, it's difficult to flush that shit. Dun, 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 no, he's he's Heineken. He's Heineken Cowboys. <laughs> Heineken Cowboy. <laughs> That's what I, I can't take credit for that. Kilo C said Heineken Cowboys. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, here, here my Jenga pieces. Yeah, let's hear your Jenga pieces. Um, is uh, our fucking. Stud safety. Curse. SS. <laughs> <laughs> J-Ron. Yeah, J-Ron. Okay, we all get to pick We all get to pick, pick one Jenga piece. You know any of these plays? Give him a chance, all right? All the guy get... knows the basic package, but he's only taking a few snaps. <laughs> we all get our one Jenga piece, and then we're going to call this shit out. Yeah, okay. Even you. You get to pick besides Dak Prescott who you think the biggest pivotal guy in the Cowboys is. Jerry don't Jones. Care you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> let out Steve yeah. let out we, he, they, we didn't say he couldn't pick anyone else and coaches could be uh, branched in so Steve saying Jerry say Jones to all the boys <laughs> <laughs> Ad, who do you got who's your Jenga uh, my Jenga piece and why uh, okay so my Jenga piece would have to be Micah Parsons because I think in terms of like the de- the defense right now he is that that core piece. I didn't know uh, we could pick people who were already on there. Oh well, I don't know. I mean, okay. So yeah, if I can. so if I'm not going to pick Micah Parsons, and I'll say Dan Quinn. Oh, I do, I do feel like Dan Good Quinn. <laughs> can I change my answer? Can I change my answer? I'm changing my answer to Kellen Moore. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> wow. You are not allowed. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> um, yeah, so if I if so if Michael Parsons and then I would say Dan Quinn or Dan Quinn then Michael Parsons because I think both of them together the defense is like I think they're the I mean they're the they're their core for what the level of defense especially in the second into second uh, uh, second year for him. So yeah, AJ, who's yours? Give us your fifteen-minute ramble on why you. Think- 
<laughs> okay, well, first of all, I've already said it's come curse. Come on, listen up. Yeah, come on. It's curse. He's uh I'm I don't know. He, he's a nice he's a nice lock if you can find a way to have him play are you in that lockdown position. A, are you getting a curse jersey this year then? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. nice. I don't care that he's on that one year and probably gonna be traded. I am all in on curse, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I just think that he's uh, he's good at his position, and if they can find a way to couple him with uh, um, shit, Tra- Trayvon um, Diggs, <laughs> if they can Ultra find a way. Cowboy just said we're too, or, or Roop said we're too sober as he's been tuning in. Oh come on, he's being, sarca- he's being sarcastic. I think. <laughs> so uh, AJ says, "Kears, curse, cursed, oh, well. cursed, Kears." Curse. He's the curse. He's the curse. Yeah, yeah. He should J Ron the curse curse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Zach Martin. One because he's the best player on the Cowboys, and he's been the longest, well, second longest tenured guy on that offensive line. I think he can get everybody set, and him being at right guard, he just gets everybody else on the line playing better. Tyron Smith, I think, is too – they had Tyron Smith on the list. I think he's too injury-prone to even have him on there. He's been out multiple games for the last four years, and we've still managed to win games. Zach Martin, when he's out of the lineup, you totally notice it. Mm. The run game gets sloppy. Uh, there gets lots of pressure on Dak. I think Zach Martin is the number one Jenga piece to keep us uh, on the Super Bowl trajectory. In saying that, we're going to call this shit out for the bandwagon boys over there. And it's to Daly in that disgusting Steelers jersey. We will be back next Sunday at the same time. Cowboy Nation, baby. <laughs> we them boys. <laughs> oh, where did you get that uh, music from? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.